0: Escobar on the King beat legend talks I King legend talks I ready yo 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 King legend talks I
1: of King Legend Talk with the one and only Braylee Evans. Let me tell y'all something about Braylee Evans. This is actress, singer, songwriter, producer, author, motivational speaker, and she received an NAACP Theatre Award for Best Supporting Actor. I don't know how many more accolades I can say right now to introduce a special guest on this platform, but welcome to the platform, Braylee Evans. How are you doing today?
2: I am so amazing. I've been looking forward to this interview. So thank you. Your promotion is off
1: the chain. Thank you. You know, that's Key Legend Talks for you. We gotta make sure everyone is good. So um I, I just wanna dig right down deep into it. I feel like we're gonna have a lot to talk about. I okay. love your personality. You know, um I've done my research. Okay. I'm sorry for saying that. I've done my research. All right.
2: I'm, I'm, I love when they do their research, because that
1: means we're going to go deep, deep. Yeah, yeah. We will have to get down deep into details. But um, let's go ahead and start off. You know, um, for a lot of people that may not know this, your first love was actually music. So
2: I never, growing up, said, ooh, I want to be an actor. I never looked at TV or a movie and said, acting, that's what I have to do. But I looked at Soul Train on Saturdays.
3: He
1: mm.
2: it. That's what I have to do.
1: Absolutely. So what was it about music that inspired you so much that makes you just, I gotta have it. Like, I gotta be a part of that. What, what was it about music that really just caught on to you?
2: You know, I grew up in church. So I think those early years, I used to beg my grandmother when I was like three years old. To, and i will be pointing, you know, you three, you talk a little bit, but not that much. I want to go up there. I'm to go up there. And she would be like, girl, if you don't sit down. And then I remember she told me the story later that one of the other ladies on her pew was like, let her go. Because she, mm-hmm. she said this every week. Every week she's saying, I want to go up there. So they let me walk on up to the choir. And I'm just standing there looking. Just, I mean, you know. Good. And so they finally, uh, our church. Berkeley Mount Zion. Shout out to Berkeley Mount Zion Missionary Baptist Church in Berkeley, California. Um, they finally created a angelic choir for the kids. So mm-hmm. by then I'm four. I'm in the choir, and they give me a solo. Why did they do that? Why did they do that? They gave me a solo. Yes, Jesus loves me, and uh-huh. I think that's where I got bit with the bug because when people started clapping afterwards, I was like, oh, so because I sang y'all gonna clap then
1: right was I that the moment for me was that the moment you realized you could sing like you had vocal
2: no I was four I just knew I could move a crowd and that that's what I love so I just was like oh y'all gonna clap and then just all the love that came to me after church you know like even um, seeing that I can remember vividly the pastor getting up after I finished. And then mm-hmm. he starts singing, yes, Jesus love me. And I was like, wait, that's my song. He can't sing my song. They was like, oh, my Lord. But, right. but he was just reprising, you know, now, the song, because obviously I had done well, but I didn't know any better. But I just know that seeing the reaction of the people at church, the congregation, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I need to do this every Sunday.
1: I can only imagine. I bet the pastor was like, Jesus loves us all, okay? Definitely <laughs> does. So, yeah. So what was next for you when it came to your music? You know, because uh, I, I, like I said, i done my research. I saw how you got into acting, how everything just kind of manifested okay. in that direction. But I want to focus specifically on the music. So what happened from when you was four to okay. now?
2: The next thing after four years old, now I'm about 10, 12. And my cousin Stacy and I, we uh put together a group called studio two it was called studio two and uh her older sister sharon thank you sharon made us our first little business cards that said studio two and had our Mm. parents number on it and we used to give it out to people because we sang for funerals weddings Mm. uh bar mitzvahs um you know any type of event you were having you could hire studio two And um, my cousin's mom, my aunt, played for us. And so our music was live music and we did R&B. And we used to get booked. I remember one specific, one uh, show specifically was called The Golden Panage. It was like a ladies, um, a high-end ladies, I don't know what you call these things. They're like a high society, whatever. We sang for them and they were jamming because we were singing like Anita Baker and the songs that they liked. Okay. And we said, oh, we can get paid doing this. So that was my next jump. So right. that was so was church, then studio two. Then my next jump, I'm like 15, 16 right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, is, I was in a group called Pizzazz. There were four girls in the group. And we our parents put on a special uh, event for us where we did Motown only. And uh, there was a guy group and i could not re- new creation was their name because okay. they love new edition and so we did our show with them so that's 15 or 16. now soon as i hit 18 19 that's when the game changed i got a record deal Ooh,
1: let's talk about that record deal who was it with and what happened how did you feel with it Oh first my
2: happened? gosh. so i have to tell everybody this story because my life has been so magical And now that I am studied and I and I'm looking back to understand everything, everything Mm -hmm. I've ever done, I said it first. I literally said, when I grow up, I was like, you know, when you're little, what you gonna be when you grow up? When you're like six years old? Right.
1: I'm
2: a I'm gonna be a singer. And they were like, what's your real job gonna be? And I was like, an entertainer? And they'd be like, child, whatever. You know, but I kept singing an entertainer on my lips all mm-hmm. the way through so now i'm 18 19 walking down the street uh in oakland california going mm-hmm. to lake Merritt festival at the lake it's an annual festival and these guys are like hey hey y'all are so pretty come over here y'all cute come be in our music video We was like we're we gonna get a music video and right. they were like yeah come on y'all we was like nah and they were like, they didn't, um, they came over to us at that point, like, what makes y'all think y'all so spend you know, kind of like, mm. why? And somebody in our group of 12 girls walking said, 12 oh, girls. Okay. So in high school, those who know me from home, I was a part of a clique called B210. So B210, you know, we did everything together. It right. was just these random 12 girls and people were like, why is it so many of them all the time? That's so a
1: movement.
2: People, it was a movement. Okay. <laughs> So I guess we were quite noticeable. Yeah. <laughs> Every shape and size, there was somebody in my crew that she was going to be. That's just mm-hmm. me. But um, the guys came over and one of the girls said, well, they can sing. So two of us um, had created a group called Image. It was actually called Image. And he was like, sing something. So we started singing. And he was like, oh, I'm going to get y'all a record deal. We were like, what? whatever his number come to find out it was drez from the group black sheep we didn't even listen to hip-hop to know that this is someone really famous like we didn't even know we were like okay whatever all we knew was he came back to oakland california he brought some tracks told us to write to it we wrote to them we had never been in the studio before Mm -hmm. um he said can somebody like can y'all like, you know, get this recorded? It was like, yeah. So my boyfriend at the time was like, he going to front the money. So he put the money up, put us in the studio. That got back to Mercury Records, mm-hmm. uh, which is um, the record label that had everybody on it back in the day. Uh, Whom am I thinking of? Brian McKnight was on it. Um, uh, 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 Joe. Joe. Remember Joe?
1: So heavy hitters.
2: Yeah, heavy is yeah. on this label. It's a, it's, a large, it's a polygram label. It's a big label. So right. anyway, we fly to New York. We meet the a uh, and executive and literally sing in front of her. And then she was like, I'm going to put y'all in the studio for three days and then let's, let's revisit. And I said, okay, put us in the studio. We created more songs, came right. back to her. We never even had a proper photo shoot. Wow, and she signed us.
1: Amazing on
2: a weekend trip. We were like on a three-day, four-day trip to New York, and got came back like, "Mommy, uh, I got a record deal."
1: That's magical.
2: So what I'm saying is like, people put all. I think we put a lot of things on ourselves to say, "I need a manager. I need an agent. I need headshots. I need. I need. I need." When really, you just need your gifting and share it with people for free, and then it always seems to work out in your favor.
1: So, now, how does it feel when you really think about it? You know, there's some people that dedicated their entire lives to music, and they just one step short of that moment that you guys shared. This is Um, how did that? How does it feel when you think about it from that perspective?
2: I have thought about those people quite often. I used to tell myself, I don't want to be 50 years old singing in a club. Mm-hmm. I, I have to make it like, and the difference between me and people I think that don't all the way what our definition of make it is, mm-hmm. is to be able to live by that gift solely is mindset. Right.
3: I
1: Let's think talk about we
2: can it. Stop ourselves. Like, I I can't even say I think I know it because this is this is what I live, right? Every mm-hmm. single day, if I don't act right now, I don't eat. I don't have a side gig. You know, I don't have no nine to five on the side. So that's why I encourage everyone to quit their jobs. God has given us all something to live by and you can feed your family from it and you're going to enjoy doing it. And it's going to be like play every day. So the mindset of a person who as a little kid saying, I'm going to be a singer when I grow up to being in these different girl groups, Mm-hmm. Always, see, that's always honing the gift, right? Always practicing. My job is still in the church choir all that time growing up. Right. Always, people, oh, you know, they called me Kim at home. Kim, sing for this, sing for that. Yes, 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 yes. Um, giving my gift away, right? We weren't getting paid for those shows when I was talking to you about all those. Right. Um, and by the time I got to Image, Oh, because the group's image, the name image, end up changing by the label. It was like images too plain. We're going to call put a French twist and it's called Image. Okay. Um, but I really just think it's mindset. And we had this crazy belief that mm-hmm. we was going to make it. And the, the, the most awesome part of it is one of the girls who was in the group, Tara Stinson, is mm-hmm. now uh, nominated. This is her second time being nominated for an Oscar for her songwriting. She wrote wow. she wrote the song um uh, that was the main song on Mudbound that Mary J Blige song. So so it's I can't wait till she's like, you know, she's doing her interviews and things. I don't even know if she goes this deep in our history to mm-hmm. tell her journey, but we had this un there was nothing else for us to do.
3: But
1: to You, make- know, you know what's so deep about that when I think about your your journey so far with the music it appears to me that you guys made a habit of staying ready so you didn't have to get ready. Because those opportunities, when they were knocking at your door, imagine if you said, oh, uh, give me a couple of days, give me a week, give me two weeks, and uh, we'll come back. You know, um, that's Imagine if
2: when our girlfriend said they can sing, and we was like, oh, oh <clears throat> I'm not ready. But we right. had already been having week- weekly rehearsals we already had dance steps. Like we was little girls when you drive down the street that you saw little girls outside making their little dance moves up. Mm -hmm. So when I see those videos of Beyonce and Kelly and those girls when they were little, I wish somebody had the camera on us. I was like, oh my God, that's exactly what we were doing. You know, back in the day, we were just honing our gifts. And I think we've gotten away from, I don't drive down the street anymore and see little girls out front you know, making dance moves. You don't see it anymore. It's
1: hard to see people outside in general now. Well, then
2: there's that. (laughs) (laughs) Then there's that. But I pray that if if you're a parent and Mm. you see your, not even a parent, if you're an adult and Mm. you see a child in your life, a cousin, a niece, your child, whatever, and they are leaning towards a gift, be it in anything, sports, medicine, music, I don't care what it is please help them home their gift because right. this is how they can get to the good part faster. I mm-hmm. always have said, I wish someone had found me even younger because then I would be way further in my career. But I'm Absolutely. so grateful for the path that God has me on because he you know I got a big mouth and I'm going to tell people, you need to trust God and you to take the leap and you to quit your job because it's going to work.
3: Right.
1: And
2: so that's just the, you know, I love the journey he has me on with that.
1: Now, I know you quite, I I can kind of assume you caught some flack for saying, telling people to quit their job. What do you say to
3: that?
2: I catch so much flack. And I'm like, if you love your job and you know in your soul that you were put on this earth to do that job, then you should stay. Because Mm -hmm. you're the person that won't even hear me because you're thinking, I love what I do but right. the person who doesn't love what they do and is mm. scared to take the leap get mad at me right. because like, well I got bills I got kids you don't know nothing about that no mm. what I know about is trusting God and mm. what I know is he is faithful and what I know is that he ain't gonna leave none of us out here I you know people don't I even I say some real stuff and my mother be mm. like, don't say that but I do believe that I'll say most homeless. Right. People Choose to be homeless. Because if you mm-hmm. really don't want to be homeless mm-hmm. and you speak, I don't want to be homeless, the universe is yet creating on your behalf the steps for you to not be homeless. Right. And, cre- and if we oh Brayley's talking about the universe, but she she grew up in the church. If y'all don't understand that God created the universe to work on your behalf, then you don't that's why you waiting on your blessings and I'm leaving mine.
1: I don't. You preaching? You
2: preaching? I'm sorry. Is it Sunday? <laughs> it's
1: Sunday for sure.
3: Well, you see so, what
2: says? What sing, What say? Sexy single and say. Same. What is <laughs> so you leading us right into? i So I know the Lord, but I'm gonna tell the truth. You have what you say to everybody on this live. I dare you to really listen to yourself and your family members and the five people you talk to the most.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: If you hear, I want to do this, but. that butt cancels out everything you just said Absolutely. it's it's on your tongue what are you saying the very life that you're living right now the very life that i'm living right now mm-hmm. is a result of what i said
1: that's so true
2: that is it that the car i drive is a result of what i said everything oh i just heard this one from i love this this pastor out in chicago And uh, he said, (laughs) he said, you know, the story of um, uh, David when he killed Goliath, Mm -hmm. everybody thinks it was the slingshot that killed him, right? But if you read the story, David said to Goliath, I'm going to cut your head off and I'm going to feed your rest of your body to the fowls of the air. Mm
3: -hmm. That's
2: where the giant got killed. The sling was just, that was just the tool that was used. But the the power was in what he said before he did it. When he opened that up to me, I said, oh, Father God, everything that we're going through, I don't care if you're trying to lose weight, I dare you to say, I dare you to start praying. I love, have you guys seen that TikTok? My God is a calorie burner. Have you seen it? It's a a TikTok, anyway. But I was laughing because this person is eating fatty foods and saying, mm-hmm. my God is a calorie burner. But I said, we're making fun of this, but he owns something. When I pray mm-hmm.
3: over my food,
2: and I know it ain't all the way right, I'll be like, Lord, let it go right through. Let, let me, let me, and I promise, y'all. <laughs> okay, y'all just, y'all just watch the body. Now that I got a hold of that, and I said, I'm gonna see if this thing works. Y'all just keep watching the body. The body should, mm-hmm. be, I'm just saying. What do you say? What do you say?
1: That actually leads me into my next uh, question about the ABCs of I Am. Let's talk about that. Look at that. She just so happened to have it right there in her hand. So let's talk about it.
2: Okay, so. Go ahead. This is your copy, by the way. What?
1: I got my own copy?
2: You have your own copy. That's okay. signed for you, so I'll be sending it to you. Thank but, you so much. Um, I am not a, a writer, let's just mm-hmm. say. At least I thought I wasn't. And God put this idea in my mind that you need to write a book, and I was like, Lord, like I English that wasn't my. I wasn't. I was not paying attention. And he's mm-hmm. like, I got you. I literally was at my girlfriend's house in Atlanta. She has this big old desk sat at the desk, I got some paper out of the printer, and took a pen and said, okay, y'all. And I literally sat there. And I want you guys to know, meditation is so necessary. Sitting quietly is so necessary so that you can get heavenly downloads and then make moves. Mm. I sat there quietly, and I heard ABC. I was like, abc don't even make no sense now i think it's me talking to me and i'm like abc right and it was like abc's of i am the abc's of i am and i said oh lord that don't make no sense though because if i'm doing the abc's of i am there's only 26 letters in the alphabet that's not a book that means 26 pages that's not and then he was like five words to each letter and i said Oh shoot, let me do the math on that. That's more like a book. Okay. But then it was still really thin. I said, it's more like an ebook. Right. I said, now go to each, go back to each one of those I ams and find scripture that correlates to the word that you've already written. Now let me tell you something. When I was writing these words, I even heard so clearly do not judge because it was like, I am nice. I like, mm-hmm. now Lord, people are gonna be laughing at me. Like they bought a whole book and one of the I am says I am nice. He right. said, let me worry about the people. You 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 all in my business. Because some wife or some husband is going to walk past that book when they're going through, open it, and it's gonna just open it to any page and it's gonna say, I am nice. They're gonna mm. realize that they just said I am nice. They're gonna go in there and apologize to their spouse. I got this right.
1: Mm, there, that's deep. deep.
2: Oh God, okay. Yeah. I am nice. Let's see. Then, as I went through scripture to find a scripture of one verse to, for each of those I ams to stand on, I said, Oh, this is a book. Oh, okay. Okay. Y'all. Yeah, we on the something. We own something. So, I advise people who get the book to not necessarily read it from front to back. I advise you to pray, meditate, be in your oneness with God, and then open that thing up to any page just open Absolutely. it up to any page and let him speak to you i am ignited is what i landed on being ignited means to be on fire it allow it's allowing someone or something to excite you to movement and then there's a scripture daniel 3 24 and it's talking about king, king nebuchadnezzar right there and then there's space for you to continue your I am. What does this mean to you? Write more I am's in it. You got the word to stand on over here. And I tell people to use the space to doodle, to to draw, or mm-hmm. take pictures from magazines and put it in there. Like this is this book right here. Is I know you ain't fantastic. think of
1: that on Go, oh, that had to be God right there. You ain't think of that on your own. That's not something someone just going. On. I'm gonna sit down. And I would think about my ABC. like that definitely ain't something that just comes right there. That was definitely come medium. above.
2: Like that sounds right. a little embarrassing, God. Like you gonna do the ABCs of I? It was the
1: like, level of creativity behind it. You know, it just grew. It started off as the, one thing, but now it's a
2: Bible study. It's a whole time. Bible study. It's a whole moment, and it just takes a moment of your day to boom, put it down. It ain't even right. no sit down and read for a couple of hours. I mean, you can do that too. But mm-hmm. I encourage people to get a take a bite a day, just keep mm-hmm. taking a bite. And as you work the word, the word starts working in you. Then you're gonna be like, Hold on, I need more of that. And then other people will begin to see your life shape up differently. And they're like, What's going on with you? Oh, I've been reading this book of I ams, I'm mm-hmm. in my I ams, I'm coming into my own. I when you say I am, you're saying God is this. Absolutely. Dude, So when you learn that you just can't use language frivolously, things begin
1: to turn around. Absolutely. Now, based on our conversation and and the things I've looked up on you, I know you're a strong believer in Christ. Yes. So my question for you is, in this world that's filled with so much negativity right now, what role is he playing in your career? Like overall, like how has your relationship with him guided your footsteps
2: oh he's my manager and my agent okay <laughs> every artist <laughs> out there <laughs> I was like who your manager is Jesus Christ okay uh God you know right. so he has definitely had me on a on a path and again when acting started I didn't have an agent or a manager mm-hmm. I'm literally my neighbor I saw him on a McDonald's commercial and he in I was so excited. Like, I saw you bite the Big Mac. Oh, my God. And he said, so what? I tell people I live next door to a famous actress. And I said, well, you've lied to a lot of people. Because I when you, he said, but I see you with the hair and the makeup and the outfit. I said, I'm going places to sing. Because, I mean, I used to sing anywhere for $100. Like, I didn't <laughs> care what it was. You know, I was, you hooked me up. You want me to come sing? It was a call?
1: gig. It was a gig.
2: I was gigging. Yeah. He thought I was being an actress. He was like, you move like an actor. Let me introduce you. Look how God, the neighbor, he was Hispanic, not even a black guy. He Mm -hmm. said, let me introduce you to my agent. First of all, that's not something that actors do because this industry teaches you to be selfish, teaches you to, you know, uh, compete with one another. But this guy said, let me introduce you to my agent, man. I thought you was on TV all this time. I've Mm -hmm. been telling people I live next door to a famous, took me to the agency. She signed me the same day. Do you understand? This is oh, twice man. in my life that I've shown up to an office and the, ooh, what? I'm about to like, I never said that before. Right. Wow, well, I never really realized it till now that I went to someone's office and they signed me the same day.
1: That's the blessing. That's I, how you know it was I for you. I never put
2: the two together till right now. Oh my God. That's signed how you know it was for you. Me. It was same day. It was for you. It will not for
1: nobody else but you.
2: And that's the thing. And the cool part is that that actor's agent, she was a commercial agent. She said, honey, you should have been on TV. Mm -hmm. You're wasting your time and my money. There's like, let's go. I didn't have a, again, no headshot, no acting classes, just me, just what God gave me Mm -hmm. went up in there. She said, I'm gonna start sending you out on auditions right away. Okay. When I call you, you just go to this address, whatever. At the right. time, I was a real estate agent, so I, could, I had free time to move around. Mm. Went to, she, oh, and, and the most important thing about this agent, she said, count the no's. And I said, huh? She's like, oh, it's a game we play in the office where see how many no's you get before you get a yes. And it's just like a little game we play. I was like, oh, okay. So she right. was sending me out, sending me out, sending me out. On the 10th time she sent me out, she was calling me saying, you just booked your first national commercial. I told you. She said, it's people on my roster who's been here for two years have not booked a thing.
1: That's amazing. We're talking about the Twix commercial, correct? Oh, look at you. I told you I did my homework. I just couldn't make to see Oh, it. my God! Mm-hmm. I
2: had never been on television like that. Now, I had been on television because I was in the girl group, but I had never been on television as an actor until that day that i did the national international commercial for twix candy bar y'all know pookie pie does my butt look big in these? <laughs> it was like yep. <laughs> <laughs> and who knew the girl with the big booty it, because of her booty do you understand that's yeah. why people want to know you are perfect i don't care overweight for who what right. god will use you right where you you don't need to wait to lose weight let's go right. let's go y'all oh my god Be ready
1: you just got to be willing to listen
2: that's it he has something for all of us right where we are there's nothing you need to do there's nothing you nothing it's what you say it's Mm -hmm. what you i never said oh i'm an aspiring actress i never said that one time i said i'm an actress period like
1: i call it into (laughs) existence you know um man your story so far it's just giving me like the (laughs) shivers because of how real it is and i know If people really listen and apply it to their life, it will change them so much more for the better. Because a lot of times people, what I find out, they're blocking their own blessings. God is ready. He's sitting there saying, please ask me for help.
2: Please. Please Please. listen to my instruction. Like, that's one thing I petition God for probably the most lord Mm -hmm. give me ears to hear your voice and give me the courage to move because that'd be the Mm -hmm. thing how many times i was just looking on instagram and um what's beyonce's mama's new husband's name Mm -hmm. he's an actor anyway beyonce's stepdaddy is an actor and i was scrolling past he did an interview recently with i think roland martin and Mm -hmm. he said he was in a plane crash before and he said uh-huh. he knew that the plane was going to crash, but it, it was like, he kept hearing, stand up, stand up. Like, cause if you stand up and take your belt off, they got to stop the plane cause they can't mm-hmm. the take off. Right. But he said, I wouldn't do it. I just didn't do it. And when it crashed, I I was like, I I could have, I could have saved this whole moment. Right. How many times are God is God telling us to do something? And we're too afraid of what it looks like to people. Mm. I need us to get free from people.
1: Yeah,
2: God is want, wanting to do a great work in all of our lives. If we could just trust him beyond what it looks like to people, trust mm-hmm. him beyond what's in your bank account. Well, if I quit my job, how am I going to pay my rent? Mm. How is not our business? It's not. I remember when my house was in foreclosure and I was like, now God, you gave me this house. How are you going to? How are you gonna let the market go upside down and now I can't afford my mortgage? But you oh. gave me this house. And then I then I got to a space and said, you know what, God? You're right. You gave me this house. So guess what? If you want it back, bet. I'll mm-hmm. live in an apartment. No problem. Right. No problem. Soon as I let that thing go, it's like everything just started lining up.
3: Wow
1: and
2: here I am in the same property 15 years later. That's like, amazing. who like you got, nobody understands like he is such he is not a man that he will not lie and mm. your dreams and your desires are not put there by you. You're actually a spirit having a human experience. You chose the body you chose as spirit because mm-hmm. that's the experience your spirit decided to have. So right. it's like okay, now that I know I chose this, let's see how this thing work. You know, let's Absolutely. See, let's see what it do. Wow,
1: I'm trying to tell you, you keep giving me the goosebumps every time I ask you a question. I, the answer is like, I know it's helping so many people right now. It's I believe it
2: is. I do, and and I know that again, God does nothing by chance. Everything right. is on purpose. So. Everybody who's on this live is definitely meant to be here. JL, I see one of my sisters just came in the
1: room. So I have a question for you. You know, you kind of answered it a little bit as we were talking, but I wanted you to name a moment where you felt like your back was against the wall and there seemed to be no hope or a way out. And what got you through that moment? Like what was the breakthrough? I'm talking about breakthrough, you know, the word breakthrough, it's like... I
2: know, so I really want to just go back into detail about when my house was uh, under that pre-foreclosure because I I remember this so specifically. So, you're getting the notices and the bank is saying, you know, we're going to take the house on this date, you don't know what to do. Um... I was a real estate agent, remember? And they were like, Mm -hmm. well, that's an entrepreneur and the bank is not fooling with no entrepreneurs. You have to have a job. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Somebody told me that. And I told my sister, oh my God, Tabitha Brown. I don't know if y'all know that's my sis from years back. And I called Tab, girl. Somebody told me I have to have a job. She said, oh my goodness, Stacy, which is another one of our sisters. um, Stacy works at Time Warner Cable. And I think she said they was hiring. And I said, dang, I'm going to go from real estate to being in movies to working at a... Like, it, imagine how an artist feels. Remember when they made that big to-do about the guy who was working at um, Trader Joe? I can't I can't remember nobody's name. But anyway. It
1: sounds familiar.
2: I just felt so like, I'm about to go get an office job. Eh, okay, God, whatever. I mean, I want to save my house. So... I got the interview thing all together. I put on a suit. I, I called the, our friend Stacy and asked her for specific buzzwords in the the phone industry because it's like a call center type thing. Mm-hmm. And she was like, "It's commission. You can make good money. Like, but it's commission. But you you hustle it. Like, it's it's like you be on that phone. You gotta go." And she was right. like, it's "Really? You got to give a gab. You'll be fine." I was like, "Okay." Went in there, took the interview. Same day of the interview. I can't make this stuff up. And God, why are you connecting these dots today? Same day in the interview. Now there's 12 of us in there. They did like a group interview.
1: Right.
2: Why do they ask me, oh, Braylee, can you stay behind? Well, excuse me. I did not tell them my name was Braylee. To mm-hmm. everyone on this live, my entire first name is Kim Braylee. And growing up, everyone called me Kim. I was embarrassed for Braylee, the actress, to get a mm-hmm. job. So I did the application just simply under Kim Evans because I mm. didn't want to be associated. Like, that's the girl from the movie. They didn't know who you were. I didn't want them to know who I was. So Kim Evans. So they were like, Kim, um, oh, let us show you around the office. What interview you go on and they show you around the office if you didn't get the job.
1: Right.
2: So bet I got the job. I'm in there. They gave, you're not going to believe this. They gave us a script and said this is your script and now you know that's my language mm-hmm. say this when you talk to people on the phone and then this is how you ask them to um, you know to if they want to buy cable i read the script and i'm an actor so i'm like oh bet hi thank you for calling time Warner cable this is kim how can i help you Great. Oh, awesome. You want to get, okay. You want to get this package. Awesome. All right. Do you want to add a show, showtime package? Do you watch movies? Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Uh, No, you don't want to do that right now. It's going to, okay. Your bill will be this. Oh, wait a minute. Are those kids out here in the background? How old are they? Oh, maybe you want the Disney package. Wait, let me tell you something. I took what I love about people and what I knew about acting and started just talking to people. They felt like they was having a conversation with a friend. And, right. oh, my God, Tara is here. Tar is on this live, who I told you. My sister, the songwriter.
1: That's <laughs> amazing.
2: Songwriter. So, um, Tara, I just got through telling them about Imaj, baby. And, and about uh, you and being an uh, uh, Oscar, uh, I almost said Oscar winner. <laughs> Come on, God, speak that thing.
1: Speaking of um, those IMs. I am songwriter. Huh? <laughs> Speaking of uh, those IMs for her.
2: So, uh, wait, where was I? Oh, so, anyway, um, so I took that, and I freaking like was just like I was selling so much cable y'all I was making to where they had to call me in the office and was like um we're gonna have to look at listen to your calls because you know all the calls are recorded because you're making the same amount as people who've worked here for nine years and that's quite not possible because we know and I was thinking what and I was like okay mm. so um, he was
1: a superstar. So when you walked through the door.
2: big selling cable. Selling cable. So my back was against the wall. I really, I was embarrassed. I felt, you know, less than that. I, I didn't come to LA. I'm from Oakland. I didn't come to LA to be working no job. You know, I found myself being there for a year, y'all. I took a year of my whole life to work a nine to five after God had already shown up in my mm. life as an artist to double back to a nine to five because i felt like i could try and that's probably why i have such disdain for people working a job that they really don't want to be doing even Mm. though it feels like it's necessary because that's the only way that you know how to feed yourself but the moment that i realized wait what are you doing you've been here a year that woke me up and i was like i went i said lord if you could just bring me back to my gift like, I didn't come to L.A. for this. I trust you. Whatever you say do, I'm going to do.
1: Right.
2: That's where I lied. I lied. Because I got a phone call that said, Braylee, you're still acting? I was like, oh, yes, I am. I ran out to the parking lot, took the call. I said, yes, I've been acting. I've been doing this and that. And they're like, great, we have an audition for you on Friday. Be here. Go here. It was for the movie Sparkle. No. Mm. Y'all. Friday was my off day. Let me tell you, when God, when you ask God for a thing and you believe Him, my off day was on that Friday. I went to the audition. My back was against the wall in there too, but came back to the job and tried to take, tried to take off to to be in the movie. Tried to be like, oh, I need to take these days off. They were like, ma'am, no one takes off for a month. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. um, well, yeah, what am it's thinking? not gonna work. It's
3: I was, trying, work. To get, I was <laughs> trying
2: to get sick. They was like, God was like, quit your job. You got to mm. trust me. N- needless to say, I never went back and they realized you're the girl from the movie. And it was like, it was like, we knew, we knew it was something, but we just could not connect. And I'm so grateful that that year God covered me because I think I would have been so embarrassed that looked like a failure or whatever, but it wasn't mm-hmm. that God to yeah. show those people in that job something, too, that you, you have a gift and you sitting on it. You, you you really slapping God in the face. That's true. Yeah.
1: And you know, this is what I tell people. When God gives you a gift, it's not actually for you. It's for others.
2: It's for others. It ain't, that's why I said give your gift away free. That's been my superpower. What you know, so many times I've done a free play of sing somewhere for free, speak for free, and now when God pays me to do it, I'm like, Y'all gonna mm-hmm. pay me that? Oh, bet, excuse me, I would have did it for free. Don't tell nobody, you know, because it, it's so fun and it's like, you know, and then I get to sit at home and while I'm sleeping, people are buying my book.
1: Come on, where
2: man. they do that at? Y'all That's gonna buy a book from Braley Evans? Come on
1: you know um that's one of those things where you just feel so blessed like when the, you feel like when the when the blessings are raining on you like that you have no choice but to spread the good news you know um that's all we can do at the end of the day you know people need to hear the good news they need to know that god is very real he's very active because a lot of people they thinking he just some um, made up myth and in the history books and nobody's, no, very active.
2: And you know what, here's what I, as I've been studying and really honing my relationship with Christ even more, I think growing up, I thought God was up there, out mm-hmm. there, somewhere. But now I'm learning that God is in here, right here, with me. That's why I think he let this whole pandemic happen. He had to get us out of the four walls of the church so we can realize you the church, right? This is church. We have in church right now. Absolutely. The word is going forth. We're rightly dividing it, and we're te- we're we're being a witness to what He can do. This is church. Church ain't go listen to the preacher. Hey man, hallelujah! I've been telling people that <laughs> for the longest. God year. is like shut that down. Right. Y'all think he blindsided by a pandemic? No, he will use even that for for the glory, for his glory. And mm-hmm. I know that even like, I think even the jobs I get, like, oh my God, you were able to do this, able to do that. I said, I think it's because, and it comes so easy to me. right? Like literally y'all sometimes, I don't know when my next gig is going to be. So that's how I can write songs like Don't Date Down in between movie or TV shows. because I don't know what the next gig is. Mm-hmm. but i trust him so much in the area of my career that i don't even care because my bills are always paid and i always got money to go eat <laughs> like,
3: absolutely. like it's
2: always there so i think that he knows what i'm gonna do outside of the acting and so mm-hmm. i think that's why the door continues to be open for me
1: absolutely um and, and so let's talk about the acting you know uh... It wouldn't be right if I didn't talk to you about the acting. Well, yes. For for starters, let's say, what word would you have for someone who is looking to become an actor and they have no experience, they don't know what to do? Because you've been in this, I think everyone's been in these shoes before. But what was it that got you through the intimidation of others that's been an actor already? Because you worked the set with some amazing people.
2: This is you know. true. This is true. Um, when I hear that, I used to think that I was, you know, overweight, need to lose weight. I had all those thoughts like anybody else. Mm-hmm. And God put me up close in the light as a real estate agent with Queen Latifah.
3: Mm-hmm. And so
2: she is my big sister. And so I got to see the Dana at home, Okay. So right. I was that's just funny how God did that. And I wasn't even acting. This was in my real estate career. She she was one of my real estate clients. And so um, I got to see, like, you you putting a lot of weight on weight. And as you see, it don't matter.
1: <laughs> Absolutely not. So,
2: so he put me right in there. So I was like, okay, bet. So I think that, that was something that kind of helped me get off the, uh, I'm too big. Mm-hmm. I think that helped me get off of that. And then um, the thinking, I'm not good enough. I guess now we'll talk about it. I went to the audition for Sparkle. When I got to the audition, in the room was all famous people, and I was like, "Why am I here? I got your CD in my car. I love you. Can I get your autograph? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, don't know. They was looking at me like, "Who is this?" I was like, "Hi, y'all." But as we know how the story ends, I got the part in sparkle in the movie but y'all what god has for you it doesn't matter what he gave anybody else talent Mm -hmm. when he had me sing and act for that audition and it was people whose song was on the radio right now that went in for that role and they know who they are because they remember seeing me in that room and it's just crazy to me because they are like when i say signless like I went in there and did my best. Thank you, Lord, for all you've done for me. But, honey, people was in there doing riffs out of control. Like, wow. What that told me was, and I heard God say in that, because I really was on the verge of walking out. Like, this is crazy. Why am I even here? God said, I don't call you to compare yourself to your sisters. I give the gifts out. And all Your requirement is, is to use the gifts that I have given you. That's your only requirement Mm. is to use them to the most of your ability. You're supposed to be honing your gift. Trust your gift, not looking at somebody else's. When I heard that, I went into that audition room and did my thing. Next thing I know, they was like, congratulations. And I know it's God saying, I don't care if you don't sing like, you know, whoever, you don't sing like Whitney Houston for an example, but baby, there's a song called don't date down that I need out in the world that you're going to put out. It might not be to you, Whitney Houston, but to God in God's eyes, he's he's listening to don't date down going sing Whitney (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's how much god loves me is that he, he doesn't care it ain't no levels for him he's mm-hmm. a different sound for a different ear of person of everybody so everybody is welcome right? right and this is why i just believe that what we all have to step out and i still have my insecurities don't get me wrong but i also get myself right so that i mm-hmm. can be like like put this song out boom put it out like i just had like i just had to pull the trigger i had been sitting on that song Let's right. about that i had been sitting on that song cuz i was thinking about people mm. i was in a failed relationship and was like oh they don't think it's my true story they don't think i'm talking about him da, 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 da. forget people do what god told you to do so you can go right. and get your blessings and get get it moving so that that's that's where yeah
1: so i and you know it's an, i want to touch on uh, Whitney Houston's role in that movie, Sparkle. I was listening to one of your interviews, and in one of the interviews, you shine light on a situation that happened on the set where Whitney had grabbed everyone's attention, and she was explaining the focus of what was (laughs) really going on. Can you share that moment with us? Yes,
2: must be talking about when we were about to shoot the church scene, Mm -hmm. and she was about to sing His Eyes on the Sparrow. There it is. She stopped everybody because it was a church full of extras. I mean, but all the pews, all the choir stand, everything in that church was full to capacity. And she said, wait, before I, before we start, I want you guys to understand you are not here for the Whitney show because there's one greater. And I mean, it's like, as she talked, the Holy spirit began to move in that room. She was like, Y'all not here for me. We are here. Yes, we're shooting a movie, but we are here to lift up the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We are here for him. This ain't no Whitney concert. This is you hearing the words of this song coming through me to be ministered to. Then she just, baby, they hit cue the music. And it was people in there like streaming tears. They were not acting. We were not acting at that point. We was... Really in the morning, like I remember looking over out of my the the, you know my peripheral vision Mm -hmm. and seeing the director, uh, he was like he was jumping so high, it was like he was just jumping. He was just because she was singing it live, right? So we were like, "Are is this a moment? Like this is a moment. We're having a moment right now."
1: You'll never forget it.
2: Oh, Salim was going off. Salim Akil was going off. That's Mara Akil's husband going off. Like, he couldn't believe he was getting to capture this. His energy was just, and it was just electric in the room. And and you guys know that scene. That scene is very powerful. If you go back, go on YouTube and pull up just that scene. Y'all see Mm -hmm. me in the choir saying, It's (laughs) all, (laughs) all. But one thing about Whitney in real life is, she was definitely God's girl. Every morning coming on set, she would c- be, you know, coming in there, turn on Fred Hammond, turn on anything gospel, and mm-hmm. had, had it up on 10. Like we would be like, okay. I mean, right. Houston, we ain't nobody gonna tell her to turn it down. But that's, that's the energy that she, she wanted in our trailer, in our hair and makeup trailer. She wanted mm-hmm. the goodness of the Lord every single morning. I ain't talking about once a week. Oh, today is Sunday. No, baby. Mm-hmm. She was every day. That's, that's how she was.
1: That's amazing. You know, I, I'm thinking about all these wonderful people you have ran across in your career, how blessed you were to even being in that situation with them. And then the one that comes to mind right now is Oprah Winfrey. When you met her, and
2: matter of fact, I'm going to let you tell it. Go ahead. And no, what, 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 what what you been, you've like. been doing your homework.
1: You know, I was doing my homework. But I was thinking about the, the charity event where, you know, everyone was getting to meet her personally. And and you were thinking about the, the price range of, you know, what you had, realistically speaking, and just wanting to be able to give something just so you can get up there and actually have that moment with her explain it from that point forward what was that moment like
2: so by the time i convinced my mama i'm going up there went and got in the line the lady who had went ahead of me said i'm going to give people had been giving yes my name is roger from such and such and such and we're going to donate one hundred thousand dollars okay but people were giving seventy five thousand dollars $500,000. They were meeting Oprah and on her microphone, there was no COVID then Mm -hmm. saying these numbers that I said, mom, I got to go up there. There's no way I can be a stage of what I am 10 feet from Oprah Winfrey and I'm not going (laughs) to go like this. Don't make no sense. I I can't be no punk. I'm from Oakland. Right. I was like, girl, we ain't got this kind of money. I said, I know, but I got to go. And so I was like, that lady said, and I, my pledge is $5,000. I said, oh, that's in my range. Hold on. <laughs> I got up and, and still didn't have 5,000. Let's be clear. But I right. said, Jesus, give it to me. I got in line. People were going. I got up there and I said, hey, Auntie Oprah. Oops. Didn't know she didn't like to be called Auntie at the time. She had made that announcement. And mm. she was like, OK, young lady, what do you, you know? What are you going to pledge to Minnie's food pantry? And I said, "Well, first of all, I'm going to give my uh, no. Did I no? First of all, I said I'm going to give $1,000 for the next ten years.
1: 10 years. I told her all the whole way I was on it
2: for the. Ne- I- I'm still working on that. And oh, I'll tell you about. I'll tell you something else about that. So put a pin in that for the next ten years. I'm going to give $1,000 because that's what I had. Okay. Mm-hmm. She said, "Oh, that's strategic." Okay, what else are you going to give? Because she, she, that wasn't enough. She was pushing. Ooh. I said, when I give you in your autobiography, I'm going to cut the check back to Minnie's food pantry. Mm. The room was like, Ooh. it was a rumble in the room. And she was look, she grabbed yeah. both my hands, looked me square in my pupils. Like, I don't know if anybody in life has ever looked at me in my pupils Mm -hmm. and said, believe it. And it was like the Holy Spirit, he was like, oh, Lord, I just just have a visitation from God. She told me to believe it. And I said, okay. I got off the stage. My mama said, girl, do you know what you just did? And I said, what? She said, you just told them you was going to give them your whole check when you play her. And I said, "Mom, I just felt it. That's what I feel. And if that's what God's leading <laughs> me to, I'ma do it when it comes time. That's what I'ma do." And right. afterwards, at the after party, now there were a million. Oh, the guy from, um, from 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 the guy from um, Shark Tank, who mm-hmm. owns the basketball team. Y'all know I don't know these people. Mark Cuban. He was. Right. In the he gave. Mm-hmm. I think he gave like a million. He said, "Oh, Oprah gave a million. I'll give a million and one dollars. Because I just want to give more to Oprah. It was so funny. But is right. the kind of rich people that was in this. Mind you, there was only about 200 people in there. That's not a lot. Go right. to the after party. Multi-millionaires are walking up to me saying, uh, I'd like to be a part of that, uh, that uh, the movie you're going to do on Oprah's life. How, how can I partner with you to, you know, you're going to produce this. and da, da, da. And my eyes just got big because I was thinking, oh, my God. Now, I promised the acting chick. I didn't promise the producer's chick. Come
3: on, right. God!
2: Come on. I was like, come on, Jesus! Them producer's <laughs> chicks be bigger than them acting
1: Absolutely. Chick.
2: I, I was like, oh my God, and I never thought, and I still don't know what God is doing with that because I was like, now, God, how in the world, like, you just feel so small around all those big personalities and people who have done these large things in their life, like, how in the world? I, you know, I'm an actor, but you know, that right. was a few years ago. And now, Bradley has been producing. I don't know if y'all know. I just stepped in the producer room and mm, Let's talk about, that. Yeah, about so, that. Oh, my gosh. I, oh, I cannot wait. I, I shot a Christmas special for you guys. So, I am shopping it now so that it can get placed so that all of you can witness one of the first things that I produced and shot myself. And actually, I not only um, produced this Christmas special, but... I got into production last year when I put out my first single, Ambitious. My, mm-hmm. I, I directed and uh, produced the music video, Ambitious. So go on YouTube, put in Braley Evans, Ambitious, and you'll see um, my very, very first time directing anything. But I was directing myself, so what does that mean? I don't know. But I knew the camera angles I wanted. I knew the scenes I wanted. Like mm-hmm. So now that I'm stepping into my producer's shoes, maybe this Oprah thing is closer than I think. And actually it actually is. Now, this is what's super crazy, and I know you've done your homework on this, too, because that might have happened in, like, April mm-hmm. of, what was that? Maybe 2018? Yeah, it might have been April of 2018-ish. I want y'all to know, by November of that same year is when I booked the show Ambitious on OWN. Yep,
1: absolutely.
2: I said, God... Uh, Someone told me that Oprah approves every single actor that comes on the own network. She just wants mm-hmm. to know who they are.
0: Right. And
2: I said, I just thank God for being who I am. I ain't got to go change nothing on my social media. This is mm-hmm. why social media is so important. You guys, people are watching you that you don't even know. Right. And I, and I said, Lord, I wonder if, which when they said we want Braley Evans to play the sister on ambitions did she say, this is the young lady who said she was going to play me in my... I wonder if God helped her make that connection. I don't know. I was never able to ask her that yet. I can't wait to ask her that.
1: That's amazing. And so I, I also want to go ahead and shift gears a little bit, and let's talk about the rumor, uh, the main big question that a lot of people that I've talked to have um, about the family business season four. Oh, <sighs>
2: uh-uh. I'm about yeah. to I just actually came from taking a covid test today. I'm mm-hmm. going into the bubble, y'all. We are about to shoot season 4. Season oh, it's
1: 4. Confirmed. It's confirmed. Oh man, that's such a Kimberly great series. It's
2: coming. Um we are just everybody's preparing. I'm in quarantine now. Um just preparing to go into the bubble cuz we all Go into a housing bubble where we, can, we can't leave. You're literally there for the duration of shooting your part because they want to keep us safe, no COVID, COVID free. So, um, yeah, I'm about to go shoot it now. I'm. I love my Trideston family. Uh, Indy Brown, Trey Haley, like everybody over there, is it, right. they. It's a family. Carl Weber, like they really look out for each other and it it's a true family it's a family affair over there and i'm just so blessed that i've been with them for some years now like they 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 believed in my talent for a long time
1: mhm yeah. your role there you you just played that 100% amazing like you do every role but i don't know something about this role it's it's just I think it was because it's the family business. You had to get accepted. Because I remember when you wasn't accepted when you first came in the family. Right. They had to sit you down look at you in the eye. You know? And then that moment came and I was like, are you family now? Welcome right. to the family business.
2: Right. That I oh, am officially a Duncan. Right. So she is officially a Duncan. I mean, it's, so, it's, it's just everybody over there is so great. I cannot wait to read. I haven't read it yet. To know mm-hmm. what's gonna be happening, but y'all, I know it's about to be fire. It, you know we can't do nothing but keep taking it up every season. You know every season it gets deeper and crazier every the season. The storyline is amazing. With well, first of all, when Trench walked on set to be my husband, I was like, "Do you understand how much I love Dottie by Nature?" I mean. I'm getting a chance to meet the people that I used to just be, you know, you know, i OPP. Yeah, you know me. Like, I was right. a teenager. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and now, I'm like, like, you're my husband? Oh, my
1: God. Like, like,
2: okay. Hi, Trench. Act regular. Okay. He's like, hey, come to the concert. We having a concert this weekend. Okay. Like, life is so amazing. I'm just like, I can't believe it.
1: Now, I've been dying to ask you this question. What was it like to work with Brother X. You know, the, the role
2: that he is that dialogue. crazy. He like I said, Trench has been putting it down. He has been like real he's been one to watch on the show. He has really right. been one to watch. Like the way he's portraying his character, mm. he, he he making us work and I love it.
1: Absolutely. You know, listen, it's been an honor to talk with you. I am looking forward to the amazing things that you have set for your future. You. Um, I wanna personally thank you for taking the time out of your day to do this interview. The conversation is amazing. You're gonna to have to listen to this interview like five to ten times to grasp all the value though. I can believe I said, Oh my god, we
2: done went past five o'clock. I'm sorry, y'all.
1: Absolutely. So <laughs> listen, from the bottom of my heart, I just wanna say thank you so much for your time. And and let people know about you and where they can get your stuff, your product.
2: BraleyEvans.com, just simply my name. And um, make sure that you follow me on social media platforms. It's just simply at Braley Evans everywhere. And I have one special announcement that I'd like to make if you let me just before we go.
1: Go ahead. Absolutely. Breaking news?
2: All you guys know that I'm single. So in the name of charity, I am auctioning myself off for Valentine's Day. Yes, I am sexy, Ooh. I am safe, and I am single. So, gentlemen, please go to my link tree in my Instagram and register so that you can be a part of the auction and get a date with me in February. The date is not going to be exactly on Valentine's Day, but it will be like within 30 days after mm-hmm. Valentine's Day. But you and I are going on a date. So it's just, it's an auction, and it's going to be supporting a brand new nonprofit called from 9 to 5 to WOW. What that means is you are, people, is supporting people quitting their jobs, their 9 to 5 to WOW, which is walking on water, which means that they are living by their gifts. We're going to be paying bills. We're going to be... also like giving uh, startup money to start the business, whatever, Mm -hmm. you need studio money, whatever it is, the money that we get from this auction is going to be helping artists and new entrepreneurs thrive in living by their gifts. I am super excited. I cannot wait to see which guys decide that they want to go on a date with me. Uh, But here is the time for you to shoot your shot, bruh. Go right to my Instagram, hit the link tree, and literally, we're going to put the post up right after this interview.
1: I want to. I want to give the guys a, a a little bit of advice from you personally. So, what type of guy are you looking for?
2: And see, I and this this is a question I used to always answer, but now that I'm wise, ladies, we need not say what we're looking for because I don't want the counterfeits to transform themselves into what I say. Right. So. My spirit will be led that if it's you that I'm a no issue. So I can't respectfully, I cannot answer that question. But I know what I want. I've been around the block a couple of times. I think I, I think I've made you know made that determination on what will work for me. Mm-hmm. I'm um, super excited about living in my most authentic self right now. So I know what I want, and I'm definitely showing up as a queen. So kings, come on.
1: Bring your A game. Let's go.
2: Let's gang gang Alrighty. gang gang. Let's go.
1: That is Braylee Evans. Everyone, thank you so much for your time. Again, welcome to King Legend Talk. It was an honor to have you on the platform. I'm looking forward to seeing a lot more of you and what you got going on in the future.
2: Thank All you. Right. I cannot wait. I'm sure I'll talk to you again because I'm always doing something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Alright, God bless you. Blessings thank you, everyone him. that was in here listening. We appreciate y'all as well for tapping in. Make sure you go follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. Just look up King Legend Talks on the app, and we'll be right there waiting on you. Y'all have a great day. Enjoy the rest of your week. Bye.
2: Love you.
0: (laughs) Thank you so much for making it all the way through another great episode of King Legend Talks. I truly hope you feel motivated to go out and make your dreams come true. If you would like to stay notified on what's happening next and stay connected within the community, please follow the host on social media at KingLegend757 or visit our official website where you will find the video version of this interview at www.KingLegendTalks.com. Thank you so much for your support and may God continue to bless you.